podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, a brand new bite-sized show going out every weekday of the football season. Each episode will give you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Thursday the 25th of August. Glasgow Rangers are through to the Champions League after beating PSV Eindhoven 3-2 on aggregate. Antonio Cholak scored the only goal of the second leg to ensure two Scottish teams are into the Champions League proper for the first time in 15 years. Newcastle United are on the verge of signing Swedish striker Alexander Isak from Real Sociedad in a deal worth around £60 million. Isak has already been capped 37 times for his country despite only being 22 years old. The fee would smash Newcastle's previous record, which still belongs to Joe Linton. Staying on transfers, and it looks likely that Manchester United will test Ajax's resolve with a further bid for Brazil winger Anthony. An offer of €80 million was rejected last week, but it is thought the next bid will be closer to €95 million. The player himself is said to be agitating for a move. And in the League Cup last night, there were wins for all three Premier League clubs competing. Leeds beat Barnsley 3-1, Newcastle beat Tranmere 3-1, Brighton beat Forest Green 3-0, while Championship Bristol City beat League One Wickham Wanderers 3-1. Those are your headlines. Right, let's start with the first headline. Glasgow Rangers winning last night. Fantastic performance. Fantastic result. Here's Dave Edgar from the Heart and Hand Rangers podcast. Hello, everyone. My name's David Edgar. I'm the host of Heart and Hand Rangers podcast, uh, a stable mate of this show. And I'm deep in the bowels of PSV Eindhoven Stadium after just uh, watching the press conferences with uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and then uh, with uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy after Rangers' sensational performance to get through to the Champions League group stage. And if I sound a wee bit emotional, it's because I am. Uh, I think that if you've never experienced this 10 years that we experienced, then it might not make as much sense. But we were the lowest of the low. We were playing part-timers. We were playing joiners and... And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not what you anticipate Rangers being. And to to come back from that and last season to reach the Europa League final, this season to reach the Champions League, is simply incredible. Scottish teams aren't meant to reach the Champions League. That's that's the thing. UEFA set this up in such a way. You know, twenty places are allocated to the top five leagues automatically. Uh, they they don't want. You know, countries like ours in, in, their, in their prize competition so for us to make it at any time is an achievement but particularly the manner in which we did it since 2018 Rangers have won 14 out of 15 uh, qualifying ties for Europe and under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst we have now won 6 two-legged ties in Europe which is absolutely incredible the, the PSV staff and uh, officials and players were in shock, as were their fans. They just simply had not envisaged this happening to them. But Rangers were heroic tonight to a man. The players stepped up and there's some real talent in that PSV side. I'm sure you've all been made aware of Man United's interest in Cody Gakpo. He's a super player. Joey Veerman, I think, will be in the English Premiership before too long. Xavi Simons... Um, was at PSG, he's, he's, he's a bit of a wonder kid and, and you could see their quality, the, the, their technical ability on the ball but Rangers made it difficult for them and we played football. Tom Lawrence, who has been an absolute revelation here, um, he was excellent, he almost scored one of the all-time great European goals as well. Malik Tillman, uh, our youngster that we got from Bayern Munich, 
showed his class and his quality to, to win the ball to set up Antonio Cholak for the winning goal and it was Cholak who knocked us out last year from Almo so he's, he's back in the good books uh, this will take a while to get over and look we're not daft we know we're going into the Champions League and the big sides are going to give us a bit of a beating most likely because that's what happens you, you look at when Liverpool play Porto, for instance, you know, it's a, it's a hammering. So we understand the reality of it. But for us being in it, the financial boost is enormous. Um, the prestige of being in it is enormous. And just as a fan, the excitement, hearing that music, being a part of it is incredible. We'll certainly have aims to at least finish third and get the Europa League spot, though. And if we get the Europa League, I'd expect us to have another tilt at it because we have proven over this last season that we're a very good European side. Our manager tactically is superb and he sets us up in a way that gives us, if we compete and work hard and, and cut out silly mistakes, it gives us a chance. Um, and anybody coming to Ibrox is in for one hell of a night that I think is something that anyone who watched us last season or this will know so bring it on I cannot wait a very very special evening in our club's history excellent report from Dave Edgar there uh, like you said really emotional really uh, it's a longer clip than we normally play but I think it was uh, I think it's worth it um, thanks very much for that Dave you can uh, listen to him on the Heart and Hand podcast uh, well worth checking out. I think this week in particular it would be a good one. Well, let's move on then. Newcastle United looking like they're going to sign Alexander Isak. Now, I think when Newcastle got all the money, they got all the uh, the Saudi money, and whatever you think of that, um, let's try and park it for a moment at least. Um, but they've spent it very, very uh, sensibly. They haven't gone out and just started chucking money all over the place, signing just big names for the sake of it. They, they've signed well, you know, um, the players they brought in this season, even, and they're not particularly glamorous. They've got Botman on big money uh, at the back, but he's a young player for the future, 22, 23. Um, and here's another one in that same vein Alexander Isak, yes, he's very expensive, but he's 22. He's someone for the future. He's exactly what we thought Dan Ashworth would do when he came in to Newcastle. The guy in charge of transfers, the guy in charge of uh, future proofing this Newcastle United side. Um, you know they're getting rid of a few of the older lads. They're bringing in some newer lads, and they're bringing in very technical, high-quality players that can play here for. I'm sure they're realistic. I'm sure they're thinking these are players that they can be here for a few years and then maybe move on because still Newcastle aren't the finished article yet, and they might not be for a long, long time. But this is a great step in the right direction, um, and I think it's a very sensible uh, way of spending sixty million pounds, if that's if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, this is. I think it's a good signing if it goes through, and I think they'll, they'll, he'll do very well there. He's his attributes uh, are well, pretty rangy, to be honest. He's tall, he's quick, he can finish. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic says that he's uh, quite similar to him in some respects. Uh, you hope he means on the pitch and not just in terms of ego, but time will tell. Uh, the third story there, staying on transfers, looks like United might be signing Anthony. Uh, this one seems less sensible from where I'm sat. Seems like a lot of money, but at the same time, if Ten Hag wants this player, then you can't blame the club. You know, you you have to sometimes say this is the manager's wish. He's taking on the burden of this. If it doesn't work out, it falls on the manager. If it does work out, then everyone's happy. Uh, to me, it seems like a lot of money for uh, who, someone who's a, uh, certainly at the moment a good player. I've seen him a few times, so I sort of know what I'm talking about. He... 
of those times I've seen him, he hasn't showed up in a couple of them. I'll put it that way. So this seems riskier to me than someone like Isak. Not that they were talking about signing him, but in comparison to Newcastle's transfer business, it seems a little bit more gung-ho. But as I say, if Ten Hag wants him and Ten Hag gets him, then he can have no complaints. And we'll wrap up with the League Cup last night. Uh, the draw has been made. You can check out all those fixtures online. Um, but last night, it went to plan, really. Leeds beat Barnsley, Newcastle beat Tranmere, Brighton beat Forest Green, all Premier League clubs going through. Um, and it actually means that there are seven all Premier League ties in the League Cup next round. And most importantly, Derby, mighty Derby, go to Liverpool, uh, Anfield for the first time in a while. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Anyway, look, that's all we've got time for. Those are your stories for the day. I hope you enjoy them. Uh, we'll see you same time tomorrow. Cheers. Podcast Network.